0: All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Another edition of the Prophet's Picks Football Podcast Show. Off-season slate of shows. Off-season phase two. That's what phase I am in here in the off-season of podcasting. And when it comes to recording shows and talking about the NFL, I am in off-season phase two of podcasting talking about all 32 NFL rosters post-2022 NFL Draft. The draft happened last month. Good afternoon. It is Saturday. Please forgive me. May the 21st. I did not do the time zone breakdown last show. And uh, I don't do that just to do it. I do it for a reason. It has become a staple of my show. I do that for purpose. And uh, everything I do here at this podcast show is for purpose, Um, So at the end of the day, um, it is approximately now 2.28. Now, a little minor emergency popped up out of the blue right when I finished recording the Cleveland Browns post-2022 NFL draft. Story of my life, right? I had the day planned out. I had everything planned out from 12 to about 6 o'clock. When me and my wife and my son, my youngest son, prepare for movie night, family tradition that was started back in 2016, I believe it was 2017, um, in Porterdale, Georgia, in the family, in the Forrest family household, and sort of, kind of continued on to Florida in June of 2019, and we've continued it here as well. There were a bunch of family nights missed for other reasons, but at the end of the day, sometimes some things are just a little bit more important. But family is just as important. And uh, the day was planned out. Had a little minor emergency. Hopefully the precautions that I just took to take care of that little minor family emergency, hopefully it is taken care of. And it actually wasn't a family emergency. It was a minor in-house emergency emergency here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. If it was not taken care of today, it definitely will have to be taken care of on Monday. So hoping and praying to God that it doesn't have to be taken care of on Monday. I'm praying to Jesus Christ that it's taken care of right now as I record this show. So that happened immediately after I finished recording and publishing the Cleveland Browns post-2022 NFL draft. The original plan was to do Baltimore Ravens post 2022 NFL draft as well as these Minnesota Vikings post 2022 NFL draft. But for the sake of time and because most likely I will not have enough time to do a third show. This will be the final show of the afternoon unless I change my mind. Or something else comes up that allows me to do the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the other grouping of teams that I got to do roster review shows on is that grouping of 9 and 8 teams. And of course, the Steelers finished 9-7-1. and one. Um, I'll just give you those teams really quickly before I start talking about the Minnesota Vikings. And who knows, maybe I will find time to do just one more show. If I can get through this one quickly and shut the heck up then possibly I can do one more show and I'll be done for the day. But I wanted to do three shows. It was only three, eight, and nine teams, which, is this, which was perfect for me. But that little mini emergency came up. So Chargers, Dolphins, Colts, Stillers, nine, seven, and one. And then the Eagles, as well as the New Orleans Saints. Eagles and Saints were the only two teams to finish nine and eight on the NFC side of the NFL. And if you include the Pittsburgh Steelers, 9-7-1, you have a total of six teams that finished 9-8. and 8. So I'll be working on those teams next week as time allows me, as free time, I should say, permits me to do so. I've said it a few times early on in phase two of the offseason slate of shows, which is the roster review shows post-2022 NFL draft, or just post-NFL draft. Um, I said that there is no real rush to get these shows done as long as I'm done um, either the weekend before August or the week before August. Really no rush to get these uh, shows done. The third phase would be division predictions. 2022 style. 2022 division predictions. Who do I feel is going to win every single division? And at the end of the day the new season will start, and um, the gun goes off, and the marathon begins, it's not a race, it is a marathon, the regular NFL season, got to make it to the postseason, got to make it through the postseason to the Super Bowl, and you got to win the Super Bowl once you get there, nobody wants to lose it, but there's ultimately going to be one winner and a loser, it is Saturday, May the 21st, 2022, And it is approximately 2.32 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are at the bottom of the 2 p.m. hour. It's funny because the first show that I recorded, I believe I was at the bottom of the 12 noon hour. So uh, normally I do the time zones after that and I didn't in that show. And that's why I ultimately forgot. So I'm one time zone behind the Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time Zone. It is approximately now one beg your pardon 3:33 atlantic eastern eastern standard time it is 1 33 p.m mountain 12 33 p.m pacific standard time or pacific division time whichever one you go by it is uh afternoon in every part of the country now it's afternoon good afternoon and aloha forgive me for not doing this last show aloha to everyone out there in Waikiki, in Honolulu, Hawaii, as well as Anchorage, Alaska, this is your favorite podcaster in all of the land, in all of the world, JCF of the Prophets Picks football podcast, post-2022 NFL Draft roster review of your Minnesota Vikings. Last year, they finished eight and nine. I will give you my grade for each and every positional room for the Kansas City Chiefs or should I say the Minnesota Vikings I did that on purpose I hurt myself in my mind getting ready to say Kansas City Chiefs and I said I'll just go ahead and say it and make that a blooper but for your eight and nine Minnesota Vikings they finished eight and nine last year I will grade the offense as a whole I'll grade the defense as a whole after I grade every position And then I will grade the team as a whole. Um, I really don't talk about front offices and ownership and stadiums and promotion department, all of that stuff, coaching staff. I don't talk about that until the the divisional prediction shows. Um, And that will be once again in the month of August um, around my son's birthday in during around and after my son's birthday and uh, during the preseason. So. Where can you find my show at the prophet's picks three one eight zero on Instagram profits underscore picks. <clears throat> Excuse me. That is the Twitter handle Facebook meta business suites or Met or meta business Facebook suites. However you want to pronounce it. However you say it and YouTube it is as follows the profits picks football podcast show. All right. Good afternoon. It's time to do what I do. It's time to do the business. It's time to talk the talk and uh, walk the walk. And um, once again, I will grade every single position. I will then grade each unit, the offense and the defense. Now, let me say this really quickly. If you're wondering why I never grade the offenses or or should I say the special teams as a whole, I don't know who's going to be on the special teams. That's why. Um, Special teams is a makeup of the kicker, the punter, or the kicker and the punter. Or the punter who is the kicker or the kicker who is the punter. Depending on which team it is. The long snapper, whoever that is. That's what the teams are made up of. And some of starters on offense, some starters on defense. And then some of those guys don't start on offense or defense. They're backups on either side of the football. And in some cases, they're backups on both but they're starters on the special teams. Special teams is not on the field as much as the offenses or the defenses. And at this point in time during the year, I have no idea, no iota who is going to be on the third phase of any of these rosters. So that's why I just grade the offense and the defense. And then I grade the team as a whole and I call it a show in case anybody was wondering. So I don't know why it just, it just dawned on me to try to clear that up really quickly, but I thought I would clear that up. All right. Um. Once again, it is Saturday, uh, May the 21st, 2022. Good afternoon. Going to battle through everything that is going on. There's always going to be something going on, no matter if I'm recording shows during the offseason or the regular season. I cannot let that hinder me or slow me down. And all right. Kirk Cousins. Sean Mannion, Kellen Mon the Vikings have brought back Nate Stanley. They've had him, then they've cut him, and they've had him on the practice squad, and they've done this with him, they've done that with him, and it's the offseason once again. Offseason training activities, um, mini camps, so they got him back. You're going to need at least four quarterbacks during the The NFL offseason, especially during preseason and training camp, which is late July, July going into August. So now I'll say this about Minnesota. It's normal to have four quarterbacks at this point in time during the offseason. The Washington commanders have five quarterbacks. So reminiscent of Tampa Bay Buccaneers when John Gruden was still the head coach and I've noticed what the Washington Commanders did was just like Logan Thomas was moved from quarterback to tight end right at the end of his Arizona Cardinal um, stay going to the beginning of his Washington Commanders stay the Washington Commanders a few days ago moved Armani Rodgers from quarterback to tight end. Armani Rodgers is six foot five inches tall, 225 pounds. He's a rookie from the University of Ohio. Physically, he's built like Daniel Jones, 6'5", 215, 220. Physically, he's built like Mike White, the backup one game sensation for the New York Jets last year. Mike White is 6'5", 215, 225. Um, Trevor Lawrence as well. Trevor Lawrence is 6'6", 215, 219 when he was being drafted out of the University of Clemson uh, a couple of drafts ago. And um, I'm pretty sure he's about 225 now, 220 at least. You're going to have to have some weight on that 6'6", 6'5", 6'4 frame. Um, Because if you don't in the NFL, when you get hit, you're going to pay for it. Kirk Cousins is average at best. He seems like he's been around forever. He's going into his 11th year now. And the sunset is calling him. Uh Sean Mannion 66230. The sunset is calling him as well. He's been in the league 8 years, primarily a backup, predominantly a backup. Kellen Mann was drafted a couple of drafts ago from Texas A&M. Supposedly he can't play. That's part of the reason why supposedly he did not see the field with Mike Zimmer in that regime. But Mr. O'Donnell was a backup for all of his NFL career. And he was also the quarterback's coach for the Rams last year. O'Donnell is also six foot five, six foot six inches tall. So who better to coach and lead this quarterback classroom? than a former backup NFL quarterback when Kirk Cousins was drafted he was drafted to be a security blanket for RG3 suffering injury during the regular season that's what he was drafted for and RG3 is now a broadcaster on ESPN during college football games and Kirk Cousins is still in the league 11 seasons later what does that say about Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan They know how to look at talent, they know how to read it, and they know how to make it successful. Quarterback Classroom, the grade for the Minnesota Vikings. If I was just giving them a grade on talent alone, we have not seen Nate Stanley a lot, 6'4", 2'3", 3'3", if I was grading them on talent alone, I really would give them talent and potential. I would give them an A-, but... Kirk Cousins, we know what he is by now, right? We know who he is, what he is as a franchise quarterback. We don't know what Kellen Mond or Nate Stanley is or could be. Nate Stanley, your prototypical old school, physically gifted quarterback at 6'4", 233. We don't know what this guy can do. We don't know what he can be. So I have to get this classroom as it stands right now um, just to be even. Kirk Cousins can lead you to the postseason if your offensive line does a good enough job to allow him to lead you there. Um, Ty Chandler from North Carolina. I was watching one of the North Carolina games uh, a few days ago. Um, Not necessarily watching it. I was listening to it. I work from home now. Um, Quite frankly, I've been working from home since November of 2021. So podcasting has been a heck of a lot easier and uh, recording has been a heck of a lot easier, especially now that I get off a whole hour earlier. But that's only because I start an hour earlier because my job is based on Eastern time zone, not the central standard time zone. So thank God for that. Um, I start an hour earlier. I get off an hour earlier. That's what I really wanted to do my entire life. You have a lot more time after work, if not a lot more time, a, a whole hour extra of padding to get stuff done while other businesses are still open, if that makes sense. So um, I really thank God for that. Anyways, let me stay on subject here already and pressed for time. And it's only time to do this one last show. Ty Channel is a good draft pick, North Carolina. Dalvin Cook. He's an A-plus running back. We know what Dalvin Cook can do. Dalvin Cook cooks, and he cooks very well when he's running the football. All right. Um, What other running backs? We know about Madison Alexander. He is a carbon copy of Dalvin Cook. He's just less talented from Boise State. Boise State running backs, they don't last very long for some strange reason in the NFL. Um... Going into his second year from Iowa State, Kenny Noag Wu. Nawag, uh Wang Wu. Pretty sure the N is silent or the W is silent, but his last name is N-W-A-N-G-W. W-U. Say that three times fast. G W-U. Uh AJ Rose Jr. from the University of Kentucky. He was a rookie with the Vikings on last year. Pretty good running back. If you throw any of these running backs in Kyle Shanahan's rushing attack in San Francisco, all of these guys will be 1,000-yard backs. Brian Kobach from the University of Toledo. He's a rookie as well. Two rookie running backs trying to make this roster for the Vikings. Running back classroom is an A+. That's because of... Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook was not on the running back classroom, um, the running back classroom would be uh quite frankly off of potential a C plus B minus at best, but they are an A plus. All right, wide receivers as I'm running out of time. Dan Cessna Cesna Shazna C-H-I-S-E-N-A, very hard name last name to uh, pronounce, very difficult there, Um, from the University of Penn State. Seems like he's been around a little bit longer than just three seasons. Um, Pretty sure he has. Minnesota Vikings has been the predominant team that he has been with. Justin Jefferson is an A-plus wide receiver, period. LSU, enough said, right? When you mention Alabama, when you mention Georgia, when you when you mention LSU, when you mention LSU and Alabama specifically, at every single position, right? A plus players. Adam Thielen, he's part of the reason why Mr. Uh, Stephon Diggs won and out of Minnesota, and uh, Minnesota and Josh Allen has been an amazing combination, and hopefully Stephon Diggs will retire with the Buffalo Bills. You know. Allen and Stefan Diggs together on the same team almost makes you forget that Stefan Diggs was drafted into the league by the Minnesota Vikings and he started his career with the Minnesota Vikings. I said almost makes you forget. And the reason why is because Kirk Cousins, in all honesty, if you had to choose between Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen right now to be your franchise guy from draft day 1 let's say they were drafted the same year one and two who would you have drafted I would have drafted Josh Allen not knowing what I know now hindsight being 2020 20. But I definitely would have went with Josh Allen. 6'5", 237. I would have looked at the talent that was around him at the University of Wyoming. A lot of the times, the talent that surrounds you, it hides your abilities. It hides your intangibles. It hides your greatness. A lot of times you are as good as your team. And then a lot of times you are a lot better than your team. We're in second and third generations of NFL players from yesteryears. Blake Prohl, at wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. He is one of those third generation players. His father, Ricky Prohl, I believe he's coaching in the NFL at this point in time. Um, Bissy Johnson, he's a pretty good backup. Myron Mitchell from University of Alabama, Birmingham. University of Alabama helped UAB get back on their feet and revive the uh, college's school program. So they are back now to playing uh, collegiate football because of Alabama. KJ Osborne, we know what he did, especially in an OT game last year against the Carolina Panthers. That's when both of these teams were trying to still discover their identity and figure out who the heck they were. Um, I knew what Carolina was before the season started. Um, wasn't too sure what Minnesota was before the season started. Um, I thought they could have been a postseason team, um, but as the season rolled along, they proved themselves to not be one, but I did pick them to be second in the division, and I was right. With all of that being said, wide receiver classroom for your Minnesota Vikings uh, gets a grade of an A+. Because of Thielen, because of Jefferson. Tight ends, fullbacks, H-backs, Johnny Mont, formerly of your championship, Los Angeles the Super Bowl winning Rams, 6'4", 233. He was busted up last year a lot. We will see how he recovers. He's more so a fullback lining up in the backfield, blocking, if anything else, um, but you can shift him all over the field um, like a hybrid. That's what makes him so valuable. And quite frankly, with Irv Smith Jr. um, suffering growing pains early on here in his NFL career, he's going into year number four. You're going to need a guy like Johnny Munt to come along and show him how to run this Sean McVay, now uh, Kevin O'Donnell type of Rams offense. And Johnny Munt is going to do with the Vikings offense what he did with. The Rams offense, and that's be that Joker, be that X Factor, be that Swiss Army knife, Kyle check type of player. He's an inline type of tight end, he can flex out, he can go all over the field on an offensive chessboard. Um, and that's going to help out Irv Smith Jr. a lot. That's going to open up things for him a lot. Uh, at tight end, the Vikings also have Ben Effelson, who really has not had a lot of playing time, and quite frankly. He really has not earned a lot of playing time. Tight end classroom is a B plus. All right. Offensive line. Blake Brandell, Christian Derrishaw. Going into year number two. They were rookies last year. Brian O'Neill was a rookie five seasons ago. He's a mammoth human being. 6'7", 3'10". And then Verdarian Lowe. He's a rookie from Illinois this year in either as an undrafted rookie free agent or a draft pick. Jesse Davis is a former Miami Dolphin. He's 6'6", 318. He is a swing tackle. Honestly, he can play anywhere on the field. And then your guards is, love this last name, formerly of the Denver Broncos going into season number four, Austin Schottelman or Schottelman. Love that last name. Uh, Chris Reed is with the Vikings as well 63314 I'm not even gonna pronounce his first name no disrespect going into your number four Yado U-D-O-H or Udo or Ado, however you pronounce your last name player sir please forgive me it was not done on purpose CJ Ham is a fullback going into your number six uh so is uh going into your number two uh Jake Vargas. At fullback, fullbacks and tight ends. That's why I gave those guys a B plus as well. Uh, Wyatt Davis and Ezra Cleveland, this offensive line is an A plus. And I haven't even mentioned center Garrett Bradbury with rookie Josh Sokol from Sacred Heart University, 6'3, 290. Offense for the Minnesota Vikings is a B plus. You can go far with a B-plus offense as long as Kirk Cousins does not make mistakes and he adds some arm strength to that arm of his. He needs to get a rocket launcher for an arm. He does have some speed at that wide receiver and running back. And with Johnny Munt Munt now, as well as the uh, H-back and tight end position, he's got some speed there. He's got to work on that arm strength. Probably kind of late for that though, right? 11th year. Once again, B plus offense for your Minnesota Vikings. Daniel Hunter, already been in the league for eight years. My God, that's crazy. Uh, Kenny Wilkes from Michigan State. Not even going to pronounce number 90's name. He's a rookie from Minnesota. Oto Mewo. O T O M E W O. Meow. All right. Uh, Patrick Jones, the second. That's what. That's what his last name sounds like. Sounds like Meow, right? O t o m e w o, or Meow. Uh, DJ Wanum, love that last name as well. W o n n u m. James Lynch from Baylor, going into your number three. TJ McGill is going to teach these young pups how to play football. So will 50-year veteran Harrison Smith, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. We know the Bills know on to draft defensive linemen. Armand Watts, Dalvin Tomlinson, and from a winning organization at Defensive Tackle, formerly of the 49ers, Julian Taylor. This defensive line is an A. There's a lot of guys I didn't mention for the sake of time. Go look up the Vikings at vikings.com and click on roster, all right? Uh, Brian Asamoah, rookie from Oklahoma. We know he can play football. We know players from Oklahoma, the majority of these guys can play football, Eight-year veterans, Eric Kendricks and Jordan Hicks. With those two guys right there, there are A-plus linebackers. We know that the Minnesota Vikings has some linebackers with just those two guys alone, right? But no, it gets better. Chaz Surratt from North Carolina. He's going into year number two. Zadarius Smith, formerly of the Packers. He didn't play a lot last year. He did a lot with the Ravens. He was supposedly going back home to the Ravens. It was reported. It was posted on social media. And then something happened where he never confirmed it. Whatever the story is, however the story goes. And he made a beeline right back for the NFC North. And he said, I'm going to go and go up against the team that got rid of me this past offseason. Twice a year in the in the uh, Green Bay Packers, and you know what? The Vikings may be able to sweep the Packers this year. Packers don't have a lot of big names on that wide receiver front, so it's going to be all on Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. All right, linebackers, what do they get? I'll give them a B plus. Remember, it's the group of men that gets the evaluation. Not just the A plus players, but so Darius Smith, he's on the back end of his career. He was really hurt a lot last year. Can he stay healthy this year? I know about Kendricks. And I also am very familiar with their third eight-year linebacker. Jordan Hicks. But Kendricks and Hicks, they can't do it all on their own. That's part of the reason why the Vikings drafted Brian Asamoah and brought in a few other rookies at linebacker. I forgot about Blake Lynch as well. Um, but yeah, again, these guys are a B+. Plus. Um, they should be an A, but they still have some unproven talent in that linebacker classroom. Cornerbacks, Harrison Hand, Perry Nickerson, Patrick... Excuse me, Peterson going into year number 12. Can his legs, hamstrings, calf muscles, can all of those hold up for an 18-week, 17-game season? Ty Smith, been around the league for a moment. Chandran Sullivan, formerly of the Green Bay Packers. The Vikings got a few players that were with the Packers last year, or previous years. Chris Boyd, Cameron Dantzler, both of these guys are pretty good backups. Chris Boyd, you can throw him on the safety front, whether it's a free safety or strong safety. It'll be interesting to see if they keep him at cornerback all season long. Cornerback classroom is a B minus. Safeties, Harrison Smith, I've been saying he's been done for the last three years, but he continues to hang around like Kirk Cousins. They were both brought into the NFL the same year. 11 years and they're both 33 years of age. They both have been in the league 11 years. They are both 33 years of age. Kirk Cousins and Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith from Notre Dame. Uh, Kirk Cousins from Michigan State. Miles Dorn going into year number three with Josh Metellus from Michigan. And then Lewis Cine or Lewis Sign. C-I-N-E. He was the first round draft pick for the Minnesota Vikings at safety. Mike Brown, Miami of Ohio safety, 6'11". That's got to be wrong. they probably meant to put 6'1", 222". Haven't had a Mike Brown in the NFL since Mike Brown for the Chicago Bears. Anybody remember Mike Brown for the Chicago Bears? That is your trivia question. What year was he drafted? Your trivia question, if you can answer that correctly, email me to ProfitsPicks at gmail.com. I will mail you some Prophets Picks bag of swag. Coffee mug. Mouse pad. That cool uh, sand design uh, water cooler to keep your water cold or keep your coffee hot. T-shirt and a bag with the Prophet's Picks logo on it. That's if you can email me the correct answer. What year was the original Mike Brown at safety in the NFC North was drafted? I already said which team he played for. If he wasn't paying attention, I'm not going to say that again because you got to give me that as well. It's going to tell you the year he was drafted and which team he was drafted to. All right. Cameron Bynum going into your number two from California. Safeties. If I'm gonna go on potential and talent, I will have to give these guys an A plus in the safety classroom. Everybody's not gonna make it. Smith, Metellus, Dorn, uh, Senny, or Sin and Brown or Rookies, and then Bynum, going to your number two. What will these safeties be? They can only be as good as the cornerbacks. And the cornerbacks is a question. It is 3 o'clock Central Standard Time. Safeties get the grade of AC. 4 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. 2 p.m. Mountain. 1 p.m. Pacific Division Time. Once again, aloha to everyone out there in Anchorage, Alaska, Honolulu, and Waikiki, Hawaii. This has been your roster review of the Minnesota Vikings after this year's NFL draft. Everybody stay safe out there. And unfortunately, Ravens fans, you're going to have to wait. Until either tomorrow afternoon when I get home from church. Most likely that probably will not happen. Or sometime next week. Everybody stay safe out there. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Promise Picks Football Podcast Offseason Phase 2 of Shows, Roster Review Vikings Post 2022 NFL Draft 1.